You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Good morning. Glad to have you along. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Blessed Easter season to you. He is risen indeed, risen as he said, risen from the dead. And he is the one who once made this blessed statement, a statement that resounds down the centuries of time until this very day. He said, because I live, you will live also. If the one is true, so also the other is true as well. Indeed, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is no fairy tale. Fairy tales are for the movies. They are for the Saturday morning cartoons. They are for those who wish to create fantasies for their enjoyment. But what happened over 2,000 years ago is no fantasy. It's the absolute truth. Jesus once said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father except by me. Jesus did not say, I am a truth, as though there are several different ways to get into heaven. Oh, no. He said, I am the truth. The Apostle Paul once wrote to the Corinthians, Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there's no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and our faith is in vain. However, St. Paul then goes on to say, but in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection from the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive, but each in his own order, Christ, the first fruits, and then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Yes, if Christ is the first fruits, there must be fruit that follows. Do you believe this today? The Bible says, now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Well, eight days later, the disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them, although the doors were locked. And Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it into my side. Do not disbelieve but believe. And Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So here's the bottom line. Is seeing believing or is believing seeing? Which is true. If somebody were to come to your front door and they were to tell you that you have won a cashier's check for $1 million, you might say, I'll have to see it to believe it. Or suppose somebody were to come and say to you that that brand new Porsche parked in front of your home is now yours. <laughs> well, boy, you might say, let me see the title. I'll have to see the title to believe it. The title with my name on it. It would indeed be quite an unusual uh, event for either of those situations I just described to be reality. It all sounds just too good to be true, and it probably is. There is most likely a catch to that million-dollar check, and that Porsche might be a factory lemon that they're trying to get rid of. 
However, when it comes to eternal life, there is no catch. For you will not discover a catch in these words of Holy Scripture. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. It does not say you may be saved, does it? It does not say uh, you will be saved if you do enough good works. You and I are saved by grace alone through faith alone. However, true saving faith is never alone. There are always works that accompany the life of any Christian, but not works that count for heaven in terms of your eternal entrance. God has already counted the cost. He gave up his only begotten son to you and for you with no strings attached. The only attachment was Jesus to the cross of Calvary. The Bible says the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Indeed, there is no sin that is not cleansed in your life today. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO. Hey, I pray you have convictions about Jesus Christ this morning, that he's your Savior, that he's your Lord when the apostles Peter and John were brought before the highest Jewish council, the Sanhedrin, after they had healed a lame man, they were commanded by the council not to speak in the name of Jesus to anybody. Peter got up and said, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. By him, this man is standing before you well. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name among men that is given by which we must be saved. Now when they, namely the council, saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished, and they took note that they had been with Jesus. Wow, how about you this blessed morning? Will others say that about you? Can they tell that you spend time with Jesus? I'll talk more in the next segment all about this, and uh, you'll enjoy it. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO Radio, uh, broadcasting uh, from St. Louis and yet worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. So is seeing believing or is believing seeing? Thomas said, my Lord and my God. He had to see it to believe it, and he did. Ah, then he became a very bold disciple. 
Where did the boldness of the apostles therefore come from except as a result of their time with Jesus? The Apostle Paul once told Timothy to continue in the things you have learned and become convinced of. And it says, all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. You can rely on God's word to be true. Study it and your doubts diminish to nothing as you look at the something that the word does when you go there. It increases your faith. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, the apostle John writes, now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? And then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. And Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I say this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. When he said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Remember, he had been dead four days. And the scriptures tell you that the man who died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips and his face wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said to them, unbind him, let him go. So there you have it. There were doubts expressed, but once they saw Lazarus come forth, many believed. However, don't forget that Jesus has said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. You do not know what is around the next bend of life for you. But you do know who will be around the next bend. God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus himself has said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the close of the age. Do you believe this today? Concerning the subject of confidence, one author has written, so many church people have the idea that you cannot really be sure of being a Christian. You ask an individual, are you a Christian? And they answer, I sure hope so, or I suppose so. But that's not proper. If a person were to ask you, are you an American, uh, assuming you are, <laughs> it doesn't occur to you to say, I sure hope I am. No, you know that you're an American. There is no doubt. The Apostle John has written, Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. Wow. While you can't see Christ right now, you find him in the word of God and in the blessed sacraments. 
That word sets forth the origin of a person's assurance, a confidence rooted in the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Indeed, the bottom line is, since Jesus has already accomplished all this for you and for me, and since the battle over sin has been fought and won, therefore, there is no other one to turn to who has the answers for this life and the next except Jesus Christ. The hymn writer once wrote, Not all the blood of beasts on Jewish altars slain could give the guilty conscience peace or wash away the stain. But Christ, the heavenly Lamb, takes all our sins away, a sacrifice of nobler name and richer blood than they. Yeah, richer blood than those Old Testament sacrifices. You can have complete confidence in the one who said a richer blood than they. How about that? Celebrate with me this morning your never-dying nature and mine in your risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who shed a richer blood than they. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. Jesus said, I'm coming soon. You're cleansed. He's going to come and bring you to himself forever. Appreciate you being along for the broadcast today. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance, which airs Monday through Friday over the noontime hour, Central Daylight Time, right here on The Messenger of Good News. Keep it here. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.